how bad do you think they're going to mess up Metal Gear Solid 3 remaster now? Bad? bad. I, I have very little faith in modern day Konami to produce anything that is decent or even close to the original magic of its, of, you know, yeah, its introductory title. Um, yeah, that's Silent Hills, or I guess it's not called Silent Hills. It's the Silent Hill 2 remake is looking not, or people are not happy with that. Uh, yeah, I feel like Metal Gear Solid Delta, what whatever it's being called, um, I think it's just going to be, I don't know, either it's just going to be a Code of Polish remake, right. or they're going to completely lose what made that game original. I like as cool as it would be to have like new content in any Metal Gear game, right? Mm-hmm. W- without, uh, <laughs> I mean, any of probably any of the original staff, it just seems like a bad idea. Yeah, like I don't I... know who all is still at konami like that's what i'm saying well and i'm pretty sure they've outsourced whatever i mean who's really doing the the in-house konami development at this point but i'm pretty sure whoever they're outsourcing it to is like i said they could do an okay job or they could just completely remake something that and lose the dna of what if yeah i mean if they gave it to like a really good um like uh I guess not necessarily smaller studio, but you know, there definitely have been a lot of studios in recent years that have done a wonderful, have done a wonderful job working on other people's IPs. But yeah, I, I mean, I I just don't even see Konami really doing that. Right. No, not at all. Or, Or that even really being a thing that I can, think of example wise that like the japanese industry is set up for to like find another studio to kind of like uh some sort of independent studio to work on right metal gear or now konami tries to get money that's what they want they want money that's why they turn everything they have into a freaking slot machine that's why they that's why they didn't work to repair the relationship with Kojima. That's why Silent Hill is dead in the water until this remake was announced. Um, you know, they just, that's what they do. They just, you know, they make things to make money. And so everything well, that they Yu-Gi-Oh release sucks, sucks. now. <laughs> I wouldn't know. But yeah, exactly. I'm big nerd, folks. I mean, I am too. I just, card games do not work with my ADHD or whatever else I got going on in this brain of mine. Yeah. I mean, I forget the rules. Yeah. You have to play consistently and right. And then you need people to play with consistently. Yeah. So it helped when, you know, I played with like Steven every single day. Yeah. I mean, then you can go to your old local card shop. If you have the time, do those exist anymore? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple, um, yeah, I, I um in an effort to find retro video games in Is my there past. anywhere it just isn't magic? I mean I guess you can find anything 
anywhere. But yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody um, would take a break from Magic to to break out the old Yu-Gi-Oh decks, and then I know Pokemon is has risen back in popularity or whatnot. I don't know. I don't. I, I, well, yeah. I mean, that's true. But that's well, I would I would be interested in playing like the actual card game, right? For but, Pokemon. Yeah, for Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, card games in general are and will always be a massive money sink as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah just massive. And Pokemon is probably even even worse than that. But there is a chance for you to get a major return on your investment, right? Because the trading uh, or the selling stocks is just, yeah, boomed. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, welcome back, everyone, to the Nerding Grounds podcast. This is a show about video games, new and old. And today, it'll also be about video game hardware, specifically controllers, because we're going to be ranking controllers from mostly the main ones, from the original NES to modern day ps5 and all that stuff so that'll be coming shortly before we jump into our controller um ranking system do you want to go over anything you've played recently so i actually decided to check out a game that's been on my radar since it came out like i don't know how long ago but i've i've been playing um uh detroit become human oh yeah the um quantic quantic dream yeah david cage studio yeah heavy rain all that good stuff yeah Um, i've i've watched a play i haven't played through it myself but i've watched a playthrough yeah i I, like i you know i was always heavy rain was amazing right um i don't know yeah heavy rain was amazing I don't know why I didn't pick up this game like immediately uh, when it first came out, just because, or why I was so hesitant for so long. But I guess it. I feel like because that studio started garnering a lot of negative reception. Yeah, I guess um, that's what that it was. Beyond Two Souls game was okay. Like it was very divisive. Some people right. liked it. Some people thought it was weak. Uh, and then there was a lot of drama around Detroit Become Human because of the uh, comparison to, I guess, like the the racial element of it, where during a time where that message was, a, you know, maybe not handled with the most care. Yeah, and the most know, care, yeah. Basically, this whole um, android, androids are human. Or are androids human question that yeah. has been asked time and time again. Um, and I don't know exactly how to get into that whole thing, right? Yeah, I definitely remember yeah, yeah. there being just a lot of um, maybe hate or just general <sighs> dislike of the company around when it came out. Not to mention... PCs at the time probably were having a hard time because that game still looks gorgeous. It does. Even, even now. The right? facial animations are really 
really solid. They're crazy. Yeah. yeah. A lot of like, let's just make this top notch just because we can, right? And we probably should. And, yeah. it, and it delivers a more immersive experience. Um, I, I mean, I will just say this. Leave it to uh, whatever that studio is. I don't remember. To make something like cleaning a house is one of the most interesting things in, <laughs> in gaming. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like you're sitting there, you're a, you're an android, and you're literally tasked to clean up a house by an abusive father. You instantly kind of uh, can can uh, gather that he he basically destroyed the robot previously because he got mad and went off the handle. Yeah, uh, there's there's definitely some you know very heavy-handed abusive dad situations in that opening because yeah. you're you're controlling. Three, three or three so yeah people yeah now it's back and forth i think when the game does that i think it it is uh, emotionally impactful mm-hmm. and it that's definitely that type of gameplay at its best like you got a lot of that from like heavy rain it's been so long since i've played the game but you know basically as the uh is you you you're like the father, right? You're trying to look for. You play multiple people in Heavy Rain too. You're right. Um, you're the dad, the yeah. agent, and then yeah. the cop slash something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, it uh, similar, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, obviously, like the moments from the dad are 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 very impactful, right? And then the moments with when you're playing as like the 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 cop the investigator you know that stuff super the android cool. the android yeah. investigator yeah yeah and i mean like you know in relates to heavy rain in this one same yeah. thing um now there obviously is this overarching storyline that is about you know uh, uh android sentience and all that good mm-hmm. stuff i mean i, I think like it is uh, probably even more relevant now, right? Like more and more relevant to think about these type of things. It's sci-fi, of course, but uh, with the AI discussion and yeah, how things are yeah. Yeah. evolving, and it, in it, in it, I think it, um, it it goes about bringing up these topics in a in a in a more realistic way, at least in the first couple of hours of the game um but i do feel like the more and more it like kind of devolves into that like you have this one character marcus um and that's his whole thing it's like right from the get-go of course there's different choices your choices matter uh i don't know exactly how far my current path deviates from others uh, as far as marcus go but like pretty early on you wind up basically starting to just um starting to lead this group of deviants as they call them but uh androids that have become sentient (laughs) um yeah yeah and i don't want to give anything away because i have the playthrough at least i watched definitely didn't stray away from uh you know escalating things and so i saw a pretty chaotic pathway the cool thing is they do they do at the end of chapters show you a branching 
of everything that you could have done or, or different divergences yeah. you could have made. And that's yeah. appreciated. I like, I without like seeing, spoiling anything. Yeah. Without spoiling, because it's still, it hides it, oh, but it gives you an idea of, of the spider web of outcomes that you can do. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I really find like the game a little overwrought in places and, and yeah. you know, it's like, okay, calm down for a second. Let's just, but I still found it enjoyable. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, well, to my point, even bringing that up, that sort of stuff, I I can't say I like so far. It's like it's it's okay, comparably mm-hmm. to the stuff that's going on with with like Kara and the child. Like that stuff's yeah. always crazy, always intense, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm really into that gameplay, um, and then. Yeah, of course, the stuff with the the investigator. I mean, that's even better because you can kind of see, uh, he's like top of the line, newest android, investigating like these different cases involving. Uh, and he's got his hard boiled partner. Yeah, he's got like deal the, with. Yeah, yeah, deal with, and then he's kind of like by making decisions, he kind of starts to, um, discover his own sentience, I guess. Unless you play him as a psychopath. Right. <laughs> Unless you play just... him as a psychopath. <laughs> Which I, I did see, and it was pretty enjoyable. He's just a yeah. full-on dead android. <laughs> Definitely seems like you can um, really go... Like, with Kara, I feel like I'm always on Knife's Edge, and she could actually, like, die, or something Yeah, could happen to, like, the child that you're you're protecting. Um, yeah. It, it, and then with the investigate, yeah, I mean, it kind of seems like it can just be like, I am robot, or you can start to be like more and more human. What is I guess. Hum- what does humanity mean? Yeah, and yeah. then and then there's Marcus, which is just like, here's I guess the big plot of the entire game, but the robot uh, revolution. Yeah, like bum rushed, I guess. I don't know, very obvious too. It's like so far yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's like do i make decisions that will probably wind up being more aggressive and lead to more dangerous situations where i kill or hurt humans or right, other robots right, right? Yeah. or do i be more passive i don't know only um, you can decide yeah only you <laughs> can decide but hey again when when the game is doing things well it's it's fantastic and i can't even i can't i like i find it hard to put it down so far (laughs) just like heavy rain you know yeah i i do i do like heavy rain and while it you know i i know that some aspects of that game have not aged as gracefully but it's still for its time was very um what's the word uh just going for it you know yeah ambitious Very ambitious. This feels ambitious too, but I mean, it kind of using the same formula again. Um, yeah, yeah. And some things are like disjointed, which I almost don't feel like. If there's slight things that break my immersion in a game where that is the entire point, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the just the storytelling, immersive gameplay then like even the smallest things that would not bother you in another game just feel like okay yeah i i get what you're saying like even if it's wait what happened to that guy's coat he was just wearing you know yeah 
Yeah. Okay. It's like, okay, it's kind of weird. I mean, I guess I can infer that he took it off and, but I, you know, I don't know why it just bothers me. <laughs> no, I, I, I get that. Well, um, I guess you'll beat that pretty soon. It's not super long. It's probably like eight or nine yeah. hours or something like that. Um, yeah. I, uh, last night made it to the end of Spider-Man 2 and have almost just 100%ed platinumed that game. I need to go I'm going to go back today and do a little bit of trophy hunting. Spider-Man is the only franchise that I've ever sought a platinum on just because it's so attainable right. unlike other games where you have to do like super crazy challenges. This is really just it's it's very reasonable. Uh, so 100% that. Um, all in all, I'm I'm happy with it. Uh, I think it stuck the landing story-wise and mechanically. Because, I mean, when I had talked about it before, I was about 10 hours in. And so I had, I had a lot to go. Uh, mechanically, it kept me really happy. I just, you know, I thought it was fun. Uh, combat flowed well. Traversal flows well with the web wings and flying and stuff. I, I'm not sure I'm totally into how the, how they've streamlined the skills and gadgets. Basically, this is, this is one of my points where I was just like, I'm not, I don't know which way I lean on this. Because the first game you had like a, a wheel of eight or nine or ten gadgets that Peter can switch between on the fly. And so um, combat is very improvisational. You can decide to, like, web some people over there and, you know, send a web bomb out there. And, you know, it doesn't flow as well as it does in this game where everything is is bound to either the left or right bumper and then the face buttons. So you have your gadget skills on the um the right bumper and then you have your character skills on the left and so peter has his robot spider legs and then eventually gets skills related to the symbiote suit while miles has his electric powers and then gets like a new version of those powers as well those are great i love that they incorporated that they're fun um but yeah it just kind of feels uneven at certain parts of the story like at some point peter doesn't have the symbiote suit for a while and it just kind of and you're still upgrading the tree with those skills like i was buying skills for symbiote powers after he no longer had them and by the end of the game it, it makes sense narratively and by the end of the game i'm you know without spoiling too much that kind of resolves itself right. but for a while it's just a little uneven it's it's strange i also something with the pacing of this is strange too like a lot of the story missions toward the second half of the game are just boss fights after boss fights after boss fights and they're fun but it really does feel like it locks you into this end game thing like three times. And so when you're placed back out in the world, you're like, okay, but everything just went to absolute hell. And now I'm just back in New York City. Like, let's go stop this uh, car chase. But now there are symbiote creatures everywhere. <laughs> and it's just, okay. 
it yeah, one of those things. The pacing can feel a little weird. So it feels like you're in climax mode for almost 10 hours of that game. Maybe not that much, but a good portion where I felt like the first one may have been stretched out in certain places that it didn't need to be. But I felt like the pacing with the narrative and the gameplay was a little more smooth. And so, but they're juggling a lot here. Um, They're, you know, you have two Spider-Man, you have multiple storylines going on, all these skills. Um, I just, I wanted a reason to explore the almost two times bigger map. And I didn't feel like I had that too much. Like I didn't have a lot of reasons to explore over there other than clearing quest markers. Um, But it's fine. I think that whole franchise is great all the way through. And this ends on a really good note. Um, So excited to see where Spider-Man 3 goes and Wolverine when that eventually comes out. Because they are working on a Wolverine game. I didn't know that. That sounds awesome. Definitely got to play that. I mean, I'm I'm all for. Uh, we, we where do we get X Men in like this good comic book video games, right? Yeah. Except for like Marvel vs. Capcom, but you know that doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, that would be, it would be awesome. Be awesome to see something like Wolverine. Um. That being said. In terms of uh, what you were saying about them kind of taking away the gadgets, I feel like I hate when any game... I understand the need to streamline certain systems, but there's almost never... That I can think of right now, there is no situation outside of like an MMO or something where I like it when they take things away. Especially if they don't add new stuff to really um, fill that gap. It, yeah, yeah, well, in yeah, this situation, they, they basically cut the gadgets in half and they added powers or, right. you know, skills. So it's almost like a trade-off. Right. But it does make... And the gadgets you have, you know, they're just so automated. It's like you throw them out. You don't really have to aim them or, um, in, in, you know, before you had to kind of... It felt like a different Peter Parker. And I get that. Miles always felt more um, flowy in combat because in his game, he was given the skills. It was already kind of an alternate. So it feels like they built from the Miles Morales formula of of skills versus the original Marvel Spider-Man one. So I don't know. It works. I, I almost wish they had given you all the gadgets and let you swap out what you want on which on what face button. You know, but yeah, there's a few there that I was missing. I was just like, oh, I, I want the big web cannon back that just like throws somebody into a wall and paste them to it. Like that's gone and it bums me out. But it's a great game nonetheless. Um, right. aside, you know, despite some of the, I encountered a lot of glitches. Like really? through my whole playthrough, I probably had to reload a save like seven or eight times. And I don't remember ever having to do that with the other games. So it could have been they were trying to get it out the door or something. I finally got the the glitch where I just turned into a white block. Um, oh. Yeah. And I, instead of, yeah, I just decided to. Spider see, block. Spider yeah. block. 
it was going all over the place. And I was like, oh, I finally got it. And you really are just swinging around and fighting as a cube. It was really mm -hmm. funny. I decided mm -hmm. to see how far I could go before I reloaded my save. I went into like a big fight. And so it's just this tofu beating the crap out of people and like using disembodied spider legs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm make... not I'm not seeing a problem here. I don't, I don't <laughs> it know. was it was great. I went into a cutscene and it it's just they're talking to this little white block that's just drifting along. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yo, these new costumes are sick. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like they're running out of steam. I um anyway, that's I I I'm I'm feel like that's just the nature of gaming at the yeah. moment, right? Like more and some... more resources. Yeah. Heavy, heavy loads on the game side. I mean, this game is handling a ton of assets all the time. The loading is insane. You go into your map and once you have unlocked fast travel in another section of the city, you can fast travel to exactly where your cursor is and there is no loading screen. It literally just zooms into your map and you like dive into the city as Spider-Man. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen in like a next gen game that a lot of people probably will just take for granted. But I'm like, holy yeah. crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there you have it, folks. Yeah. Holy crap. Whip. Um, let's say we get on to our main event. Yeah, as soon as I find out which one, there we go. You can do it now. I was going to cut there anyway. I already did. Oh. Wait, there you go. You just there can't see. Here we are at the video game controller ranking corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I always have to name, name everything. Pending. I always have to name everything like an idiot. Yeah, I don't. Um, Does that have to be a corner, right? Everything's a corner. I should Space. have been. A, I apparently should have been a kindergarten teacher. Yeah, probably so. Are you ready to rank the video game controllers of our lifetime? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so we. We did a S through F list and looking like we have everything here. Let's see what we have. It's uh, that's an E. Got. Do we want e. an F? Yeah, we do F. This yeah. school grading. Okay. So it, it, it bothered me. I mean, of course, we got an <laughs> S at top, but I had F and I was like, well, that's not right. Yeah. You know, yeah. that the why? Why is there an F there? Why is, why is it not an E? I don't understand. <laughs> Do you want to just go in random order? And see, here's the thing. Your mind tells you because F, right, is is like for fail, of course. Yeah. But, you know, but we naturally use that for every sort of grading system. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. You know, it's true. Uh, and we do that because it's just so ingrained in our mind. It's point. so ingrained in our minds that failure is always hanging directly above our heads. Yeah. But is any controller actually a failure? Let's find out. Okay. Maybe maybe there is. Okay, right off the bat, fat Xbox controller, original Xbox controller, S tier. 
You're starting yeah. with the Duke. Yeah. Is that is that definitely the Duke? That's not. The... I hope. I hope so. That might just be the original, like the regular one. It's hard to tell scale let's, from here. Let's let's call it the Duke. I think the Duke needs to be on this list. All right. Yeah. So Duke. If we're talking about the original Xbox controller, we're talking about the Duke. I'll and... give the Duke points for coming up with the offset thumbsticks. Yeah. Agreed. I think I think that was important. Um, I'm I'm not even sure that that's my most preferred form of controller with the offset thumbsticks. I I I, I like a D pad that I can actually use and not just it be there for options. Because once you put the D pad down there, it's useless for right. character control. It's done. Um, but there was definitely some stuff. I think that is the Duke because the white and black buttons are above the face buttons. Yeah. And I think later on they changed that to be lower. But I can't I remember. remember. Yeah, I can't remember. That was a long time ago. Either way. Um, I, I say we put that on C due to the massive freaking size of that thing and how no one could really use it. It made no sense to be that big. <laughs> like, it made no sense. It, it, none, none at all, right? Um, it's just what was the point? I will say one thing. If you look... Like when you really think about it, the catacornered um uh face buttons, yeah, are actually such a better it kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that is like way more ergonomic, especially if I had to tap two buttons so at once or consecutive buttons, right? Mm -hmm. With like just my thumb. Um that that makes so much more sense. I It'd think. be really good for like a um like a like a hack and slashy. Yeah, game. hack and slash or fighting game, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, and I do like the feel of the original thumbsticks. Like the right one yeah. had that kind of dome-ish thing going on. Well, I believe the left one was concave. I can't, I don't know. I haven't held the original Xbox controller in a very it's long been time. A while. It's been a while. Well, one thing like I can even sort of remember now is the, the triggers were... It, good and bad they were weighty right yeah it took, a, yeah. It, it, it took a while to like push them all the way in i feel like if they if if it had more like um pressure sensitive type mm. of features especially yeah. in, in games it would have been nice but they felt good to uh, like in halo to just oh yeah press yeah. it all the way down and start unloading on a machine gun and it was With one the of the really, really early examples of a um, analog trigger. Yeah. Which I'm trying to remember what the exact... I, I wrote an article on this a long time ago, and I can't remember what I, in my research, determined what the first analog trigger was. Because the PlayStation mm -hmm. 2 didn't even have them. GameCube had... Well, yeah. I guess it was the GameCube technically cuz GameCube had that like that yeah click once you pushed all the way in. But yeah, I don't know. Um we good with C for that one? Yeah. Yeah, I mean the only thing that really holds it back. I mean it was sturdy too, right? I feel like there was always some cord fraying, especially you could beat someone to death with that. Yeah, but you know, the only thing that holds it back is just too big. Too big. Even the original. Too big. Too big. Um, didn't the original Xbox controller have that 
detachable cable. Was it? Or I was think that was the 360. I thought that was the original Xbox. Maybe so, which I always found to be kind of weird. I like it. For all yeah. the, I mean, people don't really deal with it these days, but for all of the, um, the wired controller throw throwing and and you know flailing that we did back yeah. in the day that was pretty good you know yeah. you don't yeah, rip your entire console out of the entertainment center onto the floor and god forbid if you did that with an xbox it's done i know it, it looked beefy but those things did not last yeah no actually ah. from that point on i'm going to put an f tier in every goddamn xbox controller for this series why i've gone through like four or five of those things in my lifetime are you talking about There's xbox the, one no 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 like 360 um, uh one x doesn't matter whatever yeah. they're on x s f b x i i don't know uh yeah. i mean i should know i basically do know but uh they no, i'm break. there with you they're they cheap break. they break i'm there with you cowboy we'll, we'll get there we'll get there okay we'll Sorry. get there I'm getting ahead of myself. It's fine. I get it. I get you are hungry and yeah. yeah. I want the world to know that I think that these <laughs> things are shit. <laughs> but right. but there's some there's some merit. Let's talk about a Nintendo controller, and I'm gonna say, let's go with the original NES. Okay. Look, can I say one more thing? What? I feel like the one of the major contributing factors to people around our age having carpal tunnel um, is because of Nintendo, right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't do ergonomics <clears throat> at they, all. They don't, but damn it, do they do buttons. They do do buttons. Um, I don't really like their triggers, though, ever. Like, especially mm. they did, like, I hate the GameCube triggers. But, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I, I can't. But for the NES, you can't deny that that D-pad, which isn't the first iteration of a D-pad. That was from a Donkey Kong Game & Watch, I think. Like the handheld Donkey Kong that came out. Right. That was the first D-pad. But it stayed this format forever. Yeah. And, I mean, that... That D-pad's perfect. Yeah. If you ask me. No, it is really, really good. It's very easy to press. It's very responsive. Like, they they just completely... I mean, we don't use D-pads anymore, right? But... I do. Depends on on what I'm playing. Yeah. This should have been the format for every single D-pad to ever come out, right? I feel like... Especially okay, so if you're looking at it, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it put it tentative here. Oh, that's Super the, Nintendo. The fact that it is you raised, got the, you got the Super Famicom. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Where is it at? Where is it at? Uh, there it is, right next to 64. Wait, okay, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that it is um like lower, right? But then it kind of just comes out a little bit at the ends so it's got like a solid um yeah, yeah. press down i don't i don't i don't know exactly how to say that um well, i mean i don't the, know yeah. why the buttons on this thing are so low though 
Um, I'm trying to see if that stayed that way. Yeah, I guess they are. I don't know. It's maybe been it's so just long the way since that... I've been. I I need like a. I have the classic NES over there, and I picked up that controller when we were filming one of our episodes, and I was like, God, this thing is just still so the like the buttons feel so good. Yeah, it was such they a do standard. Very well. Yeah. Yeah, I think B makes the most sense for that. Um, it was for a system where you only needed two buttons, and that's fine. And the style of D-pad and buttons has been carried on through systems, you know, on and on and on. Like, this this is a pioneer of a controller. It is. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I don't know if I have too much to say about so, it, aside from the, the buttons that look like Smarties... And a little smarties are nice and and soft and clicky, like still have that click, clicky. but they're still yeah. like, yeah. No, nice. there's definitely a good click to it. As most most Nintendo, well, like you said, they do do buttons really well. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the only thing lacking is the. Well, we'll get to it. We'll okay. get to it. Okay. Um, what do we? I like I like B for that. I don't know if I'd quite because I know some things that I would put above it. So I'm yeah. comfortable with B for now. Yeah. Um. All right, your turn. Uh, so we're just gonna like flop around here. Yeah. Why not? Let's see. Um, original PS1 controller. Okay, not the Dual Shock. Yeah, not the Dual Shock. Um, if I'm not, I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, like if Nintendo's D-pad is good, uh, PlayStation's has always been shit. It like literally takes form over function and makes it like little buttons. It feels um, like you're you're just smushing a a thing that's not buttons. It, yeah, it's gotten better. Like I think the PS5s is fine. Not gonna not gonna sidetrack, but I I do think the first iteration of this D-pad. It was like yeah, that's like way different. It but, was how you get a blister, basically. I'm just rubbing and, and this. And they they kept it. They kept it. You know, throughout the years. I hey, 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 hey! <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I just want to show. I know, I know that they decided to. Say it well, I mean, they. I guess they added the the analog sticks, and then from there they probably didn't really care. But yeah, for this, it does make sense. Like playing on this is a hell of a lot better than playing on this. Yeah, a couple things I can appreciate about this controller. Um, ergonomics, if you compare this to some other controllers of its time, like the 64, right. um, you know, this isn't insane. <laughs> it's just, you yeah. know, it's it's helping you out. Um, yeah. and I, It's I, not bad. I do like, I like the PlayStation's face buttons, I think. Yeah, it's just my memory. Oh, and don't forget, there. Even this one has two shoulder buttons on either side, right? You have R one and R two, so it brought in the double shoulder buttons. That's a Ooh, that's a big deal. A while, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it it has yeah. to. It has yeah. to. Um, um, it is a little small, but now that I think about it, it was you know it's obviously engineered for Japanese markets, so yeah, that's, that's probably why. The main thing I remember about this controller is everything feeling mushy. Yeah. Instead of instead of that nice, satisfying, like responsive click, 
every, all the face buttons in the D-pad just felt like mushy. I feel like PlayStation 2 was like that too. I don't know. I'm getting <laughs> ahead of myself again. Um, yeah, I, I mean, so I, I feel like it's a C, right? It's it's not bad. I, I'd put it in... Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say it's bad, um, and I do like the scheme, like PlayStation introducing a different button combination that makes total sense to me. This like, right. you know, cross oh, triangle square yeah. circle oh, that oh, will always, always work with my that. brain. Yeah, I find that to be so much um, more thematically. Yeah, yeah. Then I just like using this with the effing alphabet. Yeah, Microsoft and Nintendo. So you want to put it in C? How dare you make me read? I mean, we can put it, it. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be well. Uh, okay, so the Dual Shock is better, right? The Dual the Dual Shock's automatically better. So is the Dual Shock a B? Do we want to do the Dual Shock right now since they're so close? I think yeah, yeah, okay. might as well. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean the does the Dual Shock doesn't. I don't remember it quite having the same mushiness issues. Of course, this is all based on memory because I still can't remember the last time I held a DualShock 1. Right. Um, I would say... I would put DualShock 1 in C and I'd put the pre-DualShock in D, personally. Yeah. That's just what I'm doing. Um, It can change. No, I mean it's hard. No, it cannot to, change. <laughs> it's hard to uh no. I, <laughs> it uh now I forgot what what I was thinking about. It it's I guess it's hard to uh really think about the old controllers, but I, I think if we think about PlayStation controllers in general, mm-hmm. comfort comparably to something like uh even an Xbox controller or something like that. It's not good, you know, like there's always been some, I, per, I love the controllers really. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I can't say they're as nearly as comfortable as even like a 360 controller or something like that. Yeah, I don't know if I follow that it's less, later, but less ergonomic, right? Like it, there those, is no ergonomic. Those for sure are. Yeah. 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 But the Duke isn't ergonomic for anybody unless you're a bear. Um, yeah, I mean that's the only thing, you know, it's huge. Yeah. But yeah. All right. But even still, you know, it's kind of got these contours, right? And then, mm-hmm. you know, this is a lot easier to deal with and we're talking about it over time and Anybody who's like us and, you know, uh, 30 and older, <laughs> uh, this is a lot better and more comfortable than this will ever be. Yeah. I mean, especially the revised version yeah. was. Okay. I'm going to pause because I have to pee. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to grab a few controllers from my shelf. Okay. Man.
Okay, sorry. That's fine. Okay, I want to go with. Let's try. You know, let's just let's 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 do it. Sixty four. Let's go. Nintendo sixty four. I know a lot of people uh, love this controller, and I'm here to tell you that that is one hundred percent um just your uh nostalgia talking right you were you were a child you were you were too young to understand why this is insane listen to this oh yeah i hate that that thing burned a hole into my hand playing oh, yeah. mario party uh this? yeah yeah this thing oh yeah yeah, it was really bad. I, I, I just remember it hurting. And that is just such an awful design. The, the only... Th There's a couple of things that I think were really ambitious and cool about this. Trigger underneath. Yeah. We have back paddles now. Clearly, that was a good idea. And this, if you're, if you're using it with this hand, right. this doesn't feel too bad. Um, this... A, B, C button scheme, annoying as hell on every right. game. And it's annoying now because anytime you want to go back and play one of these games, it's so hard to emulate and map a controller. And, you know, GoldenEye is, is one of the main things. Like, trying to map GoldenEye to a modern controller, this having been the thing, was is crazy. I it is 100% form over function. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like trying to be that, two you know, controllers at once. Yes, that's exactly what it's trying to do, and it it just it doesn't actually work. Developers just made it work, uh, made their game work around that controller. So, I uh, I mean, F. here's why I don't think it's a failure. <clears throat> well, also that weird thing where the, you know, when the joysticks started to kind of go bad. I mean, it's 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 old tech right the joysticks um, are garbage they're bad yeah and it started to get like that white stuff around it i don't oh, yeah. even know how that happened right yeah and it would just start to feel very bad well it's also octagonal the yeah joystick, the joystick gate which makes sense uh for uh some arcade i don't know if original any original arcade sticks are all like four gate or octagonal but yeah um depending on if that's the case then yeah i mean octagon would have been the thing for uh fighting games and any sort of precision inputs that you might need that you would never need on a nintendo 64 it did introduce rumble packs it did it did and that's pretty cool well, Nintendo always does like some gimmick, wacky, uh, and, and and yeah, but at the same time, groundbreaking things, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then and then bringing like these innovations to a wider audience uh, through being more affordable and stuff like that. Is it a failure? 
is a total failure. I mean, if this if this isn't a failure, then what is right? I I'll I'll concede based on the fact that on this list, it's probably the worst controller. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what I was saying. I, you know, yeah. I uh, I mean, again, do you think it's not a failure just because of how much enjoyment you got out of playing games on Nintendo 64? I was going to say it came in a bunch of transparent colors. Yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> so did everything. So did Apple. Coins, you know? Yeah, but th- this was video games. This is stuff that I had. I got a purple one over there, too. That's that's badass. Um, no, it, it is a failure of a controller. I don't know why they ever did it. Yes, I have nostalgia for it. Right. Um, but if I'm going back and playing 64, I do not want to have to use that controller. So I can't in good conscience give that anything other than a failure because that's what it is, right? <laughs> it's fair. just it it doesn't function wholly as a controller like everything else. It even has a it even has two five buttons that are useless if you want to count the D-pad as four buttons. Yeah. You, yeah, because I, it's, did you it's, ever it's, play a game with the L and D-pad buttons? No. I no, didn't. You anyway. Basically, couldn't. Anyway, what next? I did like the trigger, though. You're right. Z the trigger, trigger is cool. Yeah, it's great. Um, cool. They brought that in. Oh, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> All right, what's next, folks? It's your turn. Okay. Um, you know what? We'll just lead off to, which is probably a great nintendo controller which is gamecube right yeah gamecube now okay adding instead of um because we still didn't have like dynamic cameras and just the simple idea of rotating your camera in every game or having the ability to rotate your camera in every game um Let's move the C buttons onto its own little joystick. It's called right? a nipple. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> felt good. Felt great. Uh, to be for honest. For certain stuff. Yeah, for certain stuff. I don't like it for, I mean, it sucks for camera control. With, yeah. I mean, and no cameras were rigid back then. Um, I mean, it was okay in stuff like Smash Bros. When you had almost like macro attacks linked to it. That was pretty sick. Um right. But I do feel like the the big this controller suffers the most from you know it prioritizes it prioritizes these face buttons in their weird format, yeah. which causes everything to kind of taper inward. And so this D pad and C button aren't very versatile, even though they might work for certain games. And I again I do like a D pad. I like a D pad up here so I can use it as a D pad, but. For 3D games, I also like it to where I can use it for options. So that works for me. Right. Um, and the triggers were awesome. I don't know. It's it's like I didn't like how um, they actually were kind of ergonomic, right? Uh, they I mean, you got know, this it big, feels good. Yeah, I got this big um, like bevel in them, so your finger very much sits. The only thing that I 
don't like is how how much it takes to kind of like press them in, right? Like there's a long distance where on the Xbox controller, it feels good because it's like on a spring, you know, um, not over time. But yeah, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of time from from you starting to press to <clears throat> it going all the way down. It has a lot of travel. Yeah, comparably to any other controller. And it feels like they made that for a couple of games in mind. Um, right. And it, this is the last time Nintendo would put an analog trigger on their consoles. Yeah. The first and last time, which is very strange. Um, I I will say, though, if, if we're talking about the WaveBird, that wireless implement, pretty awesome. Yeah. You, know, you, just, you put your little dongle in, you put it to the the right frequency and boom you have a wireless controller i remember that being i i, I destroyed my first wave bird because i used it so much that was uh yeah I mean, we're talking in a time where nothing was really wireless you know yeah. until like playstation 2 and yeah. dual stock of course but original xbox controllers no and yeah it did function really well uh kind of crazy when you think now that gamecube of all things was had the uh kind of the the dominant sort of wireless uh third party controller yeah yeah and even though the gamecube was a failure they definitely it's a it's a cool system it's a cool controller unlike the 64 i look back on it fondly even though I have issues with it. I would still play GameCube games with this today if I was, yeah. say, emulating them and it was an easy enough process. So uh, I feel like I would put this in B. You're right about the buttons, though. They feel great. They feel... They do, the, like, yeah. They feel, like, Nintendo will always have good buttons. Yeah. Good yeah. clicks. Um, but, but yeah, it. Uh, why are they spaced like that? I'll never know. It works, um, yeah, yeah, it's That's a B to me. It's weird. It doesn't bother me mostly because if I'm not looking at the controller, I always know what button I'm pressing. But the that doesn't mean some of them aren't weirdly spaced. Like the way I press B is is with like the side of my thumb instead of it being like a button that you press down on. It's like you wind up just. So I don't know. I feel like it didn't go through enough testing <laughs> or something. But eh, it's fine. It's good. It's B. I, I feel like they wanted it to look wacky. Just they wanted it to look wacky. New, yeah, because it's Nintendo. If we're talking ergonomics, though, that thing sits in your hand very well. I'm holding yeah. it right now, and it's still comfortable. Yeah, I think the only thing with any actually analog uh, buttons, uh, trigger buttons, I over time, those start to get hard to use. Yeah, um, yeah. Right, just pressing that down constantly. But I mean, I, I'm not gonna knock it for that. It, it not is too bad. Uh, probably the most ergonomic uh, thing Nintendo has ever come out with. Well, I have one that probably beats it, but we'll we'll get there. Um, uh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, and the, no, and uh, you know what? Yeah. I, I almost want to dock at a point for the main analog stick being in an octagonal gate. That pisses me off. That's so unnecessary, but whatever i guess it's good for stuff like smash bros yeah i just don't like it makes me mad it... um i'm going to pick a handheld now and i'm gonna go with the game boy 
the original fat man the fat man the the d dg i don't know i can't remember the um i think this one's pretty simple it's kind of you know it's very much the nes button layout um I think the original Game Boy benefited from, if we're just talking about a controller's perspective, I feel like it benefited ergonomically from being a little wider. Uh, I don't know if the last the last time you picked up like a Game Boy Pocket or something, but your hands are very, yeah. very close together. And in this one, there was at least some space. And again, right. those, bu those buttons are fantastic. Uh, same and concept of with like phones and any sort of tech from this time period. Things <laughs> got smaller and smaller and smaller, and then yep. they were like, "That's not good." <laughs> and now then, they're getting know, bigger and bigger and bigger. bigger, and bigger. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for what for what it is, I, I I think yeah, it was solid. It had to be that big. Yeah. Because there's no way they could possibly ever make it smaller, but it worked out because even though the thing is like heavy. It it it's perfectly comfortable, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. For what it is. Just realizing the Game Boy Color isn't on this list. Which is weird. Uh yeah. So I guess we're just having to do Game Boys all in one. And if that's the case, the Game Boy Color control scheme, the only downside it would have would be um smaller and the problem right. I just referenced. So, but you know, it better was still pocketable probably, Game Boy. Yeah, I feel like from a controller's perspective, it 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 is arguably worse. <laughs> but right, that's all context. So I would I would put this in B right next to the NES. Me too. Right, it's just functional. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And that, that color scheme. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been a fan of it, but I love it. I think I it's great. I don't knock anybody for liking it, but you know, oddly enough, I like more vibrant things. Well, I do too, but there's something when I think retro, that kind of just, yeah, yeah, that's that, that it is quintessential retro for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What next? So, you know, I just realized it's on here. I didn't even think about it before. I probably should have done this first. You probably would have expected me to do this first. And that's going to be the old Sega Genesis controller. Let's go, baby. Um, Let's go. Can we talk about the boomerang shape? Um, it's like... I don't, I don't really understand why... Because I mean, I mean, technically, this is an attempt to be more ergonomic, right? More contoured guess, to yeah. to how we actually hold things as opposed to a square box. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it makes more sense, but without it curves a little too much. <laughs> yeah, and well, without it like really jutting out like other controllers. Mm hmm. It's like got little nubbies. <laughs> it does have little nubbies. Now, I don't know about you. And I guess they but... wanted it to be like star shaped. I don't know. Yeah. There was one thing that always that I, I was never able to. It, it always messed with me. The three buttons being in a straight like a well, I guess a diagonal row. Yeah. 
that never computed with my brain. Did we it, ever even use the outer one though? I don't some remember. games, I guess. I don't know. A, a lot of Genesis games, I think, try to implement that. From all the emulation I've done, it's not very common. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe the Sega CD implemented that a little bit more. I feel um, like they had it there. And there was a six there were like, controller. Hey, the Nintendo, it's only got two buttons. We got three. Right. And then with the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis eventually had a six button controller because yeah. Sega was always about hardware um, modifications yeah. um, to a fault. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, the three buttons never, it, it always messed with me. And the same about the D pad that is kind of um, on a swivel. It doesn't, like that oh, D pad is kind of a circular swivel it's motion. Awful. It is awful. Well, it's like an early implementation of a joystick, Ar- right? Arcade, like an arcade stick. Maybe. Yeah, but that it does not work. It's not good, right? Okay. So, we if think- you need to do like diagonal yeah. back then for any reason, sure, that's great. That's way better than trying to press up and up and forward or down and forward or back or what have you, both mm-hmm. at the same time. Now I can actually just do more of like a diagonal thing, but yeah, yeah. It, it I mean, again, it just it never really felt too good. So are we like, thinking CD? I don't know. I remember the buttons it, feeling pretty good. It was like okay. Yeah. yeah, the buttons do feel pretty good. I feel like it's. I feel like this is about this about has the shortcomings of the first PlayStation controller. Yeah, which is crazy considering that was a almost a generation past, <laughs> yeah, or well, it was a generation past. They don't learn much, <laughs> seemingly from their predecessors. I don't know. Well, you know, even I would say the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, felt a little bit better, right? Yeah, yeah. This was kind of like oblong, 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 and this this always sit well in your hands like it made sense like like you're sitting there and but it's just had a you know its own shortcomings like the d-pad both of these yeah yeah i agree more innovative kind of but not quite there they should have they should have thought of the 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 joystick first yeah it would have blew people's minds playstation 2 uh ps2 i have one of those as well fine maybe a little too weighty right Mm, i don't remember no this feels pretty damn light uh it did it had rumble yeah and so there was some rumble going on in the but this was i think the first example of including it within the controller um does it have D-pad. the like rubberized? Uh, it's been so long. It does it have like the rubberized rubber, rubberized, rubberized uh, mm-hmm. thumbsticks? Is that what? Yeah, they have they have nice it's rubber good. thumbsticks. They're click they click in. So you got the R R three L three. No analog triggers. D pad still feels kind of like a mushy. I mean, this is an old controller person. Like this is right. my. This is from my PlayStation 2 days. Uh, but the buttons, yeah. the buttons feel good. They weirdly feel more spaced out compared to like a PlayStation 5 controller. Like the buttons feel like they have space in between them. And I don't know if that's true or if I'm just, I don't know. 
I don't know, PlayStation 5 is kind of just way different. All right? I, I, yeah, yeah, it is. <clears throat> um, and we'll get to, I have a lot to say about that controller, but I feel like the PlayStation 2, for me, was just such a step up controller. Right. Because the PlayStation 2 is what I got after the 64. And so at that time, that was the best controller to date. It, it, yeah. everything just, is where it's supposed to be. Uh, it feels good enough. It you know it works for every game you could possibly imagine, um, and it's kind of been the benchmark. If you know, moving forward, and I think that's why the design has not shifted exponentially much. Like, much. Yeah. Um, I think PlayStation Two is at least B. I need to like grab my playstation 2 controller and it's back there somewhere but i would um, i would i yeah. would put it in b it's not worse than the gamecube no no absolutely if anything not. it might be right. better than the gamecube it it might be it might be an a i, I don't know i, I want to say there's always been something that's like maybe it's just like a little too close together but then uh, yeah i mean i think playstation playstation 2 comparatively to the three was a little bit more out i like the if if we are going to knock this because they're so similar but right i think playstation 3 goes below playstation 2 yeah me too one yeah they didn't change anything except for six access i mean again i i couldn't tell you the ergonomics, but something about just this flat design, right? Like from both of these. Okay, wait, you got feel... place... that's PlayStation 3. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, this Play... PlayStation 3. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about so if we're talking about uh PlayStation 2 and PS1, they're kind of like, okay, they have the nice rounded handles, how they should be. Mm-hmm. And then it comes up and it's flat, like how it sits in your hand, you know? Yeah. Where yeah. like Okay, if we're looking, I'll bring it up here really quick. If we're looking at the PlayStation, it's no longer like that. It's like it's not it's not curved at the end. It's just straight, like mm-hmm. every other controller. And I liked how this was. Yeah, for sure. And and this was. I don't even know if this was like it so much. I don't remember. I'm I'm realizing now. I don't know that the PlayStation Two controller is on here because I'm pretty sure What's the that? black one. I think that's the PlayStation Three. And I think PlayStation. Oh, is that the? I don't know. We didn't. Oh, make, I don't remember. We didn't make this tier list. Let's just use the Dual Shock. No, because PlayStation. Well, then three's missing from here. Three if... in all. Wait, word. What <laughs> has the? Uh... Oh man, yeah. Wait, that's confusing. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't PlayStation know. 2 is on here unless whoever made this list is using the DualShock as the PlayStation yeah. 2 counterpart, but it was never gray. So let's just use the DualShock as the PlayStation 2 since essentially it was the same thing. DualShock 2 had rumble and was a little... Yeah. So I would put the DualShock oh. in B... And I would drop PlayStation 3, 6 access down to C. Are you really saying that's much different than the than two? I'm Ever saying was? I'm saying six access is garbage. <laughs> they deserve a point off for doing that. 
Wait, which was the uh I don't remember. Yeah, so that would be the PlayStation 3 one. I would right. put that in C for not changing anything and for um adding six access but we can also oh is that when they had the like the yeah the little mm. and it actually made some games worse right so because it didn't really work that well i think that should work (laughs) against it uh they were trying to do some they were trying to like get on some of that nintendo wackiness like playstation always does right like we've already talked about like what does playstation studios do they make games that are like other popular games. Yeah. Uh, well, not anymore. They've. It seems like they've largely abandoned that quest to. Except for the foam ape. game that they have coming out, instead oh. of ink, the the foam game. Damn it! Yeah, you forgot about that one. I did. Uh, still, I like the design. I feel like that was good. They completely abandoned that moving forward. But hey, whatever. Which which one? Um, just the 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 overall, oh yeah, contoured handle, mm. flatter, uh, main flatter with the with the like a slight curve at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, uh, what's next? Know. You know, what do you want to look at next? I don't remember if the PlayStation Two had that or not. I don't know, but PlayStation I... One definitely did. So. Yeah. And PlayStation 3 had it. So, mm-hmm. probably. 4 was the first big shift in the shell yeah. change. No, that's too bad. Okay, what's next? Um, The worst. Well, I don't know about the Vita. Well, yeah, I actually, I have no clue about the Vita. But was it the PSP? PSP? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got... This thing hurt I, my hands as a child. Yeah, you're right. As 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 like a 14-year-old, this thing was killing my hands. It it definitely went for a sleek, you know, uh elegant look. Yeah, it looked it, it, it looked a, cool, right? It's yeah. Pretty as hell, but yeah, you this got that thing was deep. like a like a Porsche, you know, of of handhelds. It it it's hard to say it's a failure because it really did feel like a a handheld PlayStation. Um, aside from like the D-pad was still the D-pad, but I remember the D-pad feeling better on the PSP than it did on the controllers. Now, it, what sucked balls was that freaking nub. A little nubby, yeah. Those are never good. <laughs> Kudos for trying to put something <laughs> like that. Well, they still wanted it to be pocketable. Yeah, and making it pocketable right um sucked yeah but it just it wasn't good that's part of the reason why like it would hurt right especially Mm -hmm. since it was like way too like like this you know so you're like messing around with this tiny nub your thumb's like way too far over to the edge uh the l and r's were great though if i remember correctly yeah little little little, like clicky nice shoulder buttons nice good click I would put this in D, but you played it more than I did. So it's... I, I'll let it be your call. It, 
it's been a while, but yeah, I just feel like it just wasn't good, right? Like, like it was like okay, the PSP was not bad, but its controller scheme was not that it. good, right? The nub right? is pretty garbage, I will admit. I mean, again, if I if I'm having an issue playing your system for more than an hour, especially as as a younger adult or mm-hmm. teenager or anything, there there's a problem there. Yeah. Yeah. And that did not go through enough testing, you yeah. know. Um, the Vita might have been better just because maybe it was a smaller form factor, right? More, more content. The Vita, the Vita feels pretty good. I mean, the thumbsticks are are very small, but there's two of them, and they're actual thumbsticks. Yeah. Um, the Vita's got a great form factor. I um, I feel like I've never played one myself, but it always looked much better i did always put, like the I'd more the vita, i would i think i would put the vita in like b yeah i feel like this they tried to just do like a more you know like a more playstation you know squared edges it, um, it's, yeah angular little yeah little thing like a, like the mid-century modern of uh <laughs> affordable devices yeah. and they didn't want to be like anybody else um it, at the time period but then this they decided like okay well like a lot of these other systems coming out have these designs because they make more sense true um i don't know what nintendo did they've like backtracked a little bit well are we um vita we, i don't know do we what are we are we Putting the Vita somewhere now? I'm confused. We might as well, since it's it's so yeah. close to the PSP. I would put it in B, but I could see C happening too, because the thumbsticks aren't great, but it's Only a good... because I've never, like, have you played it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But so not a lot. Whatever. So I'd say we can put it in C then. Yeah. Now, here's the question. We're at, we're past an hour. Should Maybe we our make... dear listeners can tell us why we're wrong. Yeah, exactly. Should we make a part two of this? Maybe return to judge the rest of these controllers? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Cause, you you know, want to cut this part off and go ahead? <laughs> yeah. That's give it, them, folks. Give them something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we could still, yeah, we'll release this as part one, and then we'll return to figure out the rest of the controllers. But as it stands, this is what yeah. we got. This, and this just wasn't good. I was like, I'm thinking it's like oh, <laughs> really wants the PSP. Was it now. really that bad? You're the cut yeah. thro- you're the cutthroat of the group. I'm always like, oh, <laughs> yeah, come on. He was it trying his he was trying his best. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so many of my favorites in here that I wanna get to, but we will do that next time. He was a deadbeat and abusive, Quinn. I okay, that's that's enough proof for me. Put it below F. Cool that I could play some movies though. That was that was awesome. That was like, cool. Yeah, they only cost much. like twice as much as a game. Right. Uh, still, I mean, for, for that time, that's like uh, sure. If you had a nice laptop uh, or something, you know, I mean, portable DVD players. Hey, that oh, was the, that even a thing. I don't know. I remember. I remember watching Kill Bill in the back of your car in that thing. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how we both watched a movie on one PSP, but we did it. We did it. There was a will, there was a way. Exactly. 
All right, folks, that's it for this week. Uh, tune in next time to see us go over the rest of the controllers. Um, please go watch the Castlevania retrospective episode we just posted uh, a couple days ago. That one, you know, our retrospective takes a good bit of work. So we appreciate any love you can you can give. Um, please let us know if you have any other topics you'd like us to, to discuss on this here podcast. You can send questions to thenerdinggrounds at gmail.com. Thanks and have a great week and or weekend. Be kind to everyone.